Okay. I was challenged a few weeks ago to watch something on Skinwalker Ranch with my friend Murray. So I did that. Here's the episode on it. And it somehow led to a compelling conversation about Greek yogurt and whatever the heck Mrs. Spooks is. You'll have to listen. And oh, it's out of the hat. I am dumb. <laughs> Can you hear me? Oh, yeah. What happened? Uh, so I'm back in Booth A. You know where that is? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I had the Telos potted up. Do you know what okay. the Telos is? Yes. The Telos is so that I can hear you if it's a phone call. Yeah. I did not have the computer potted up. Uh, <laughs> which is where the audio would be coming from since you are on the computer. Yes, yes, yes. And as such, I could not hear anything. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, that's so weird. I'm like, last time I went off without a hitch. Oh, no, I, I, I knew it wasn't you. And I knew I was probably doing something weird because I could that's... even see the little microphone in the bottom left hand corner. And I'm like, OK, it's moving. I can tell she's talking. <laughs> yeah. And it's. It's just been a, a, a work day, I guess. So my brain is just a little oh, I, fried. I hear that. <laughs> At least it's okay. We It's fixed. It wasn't nearly as interesting as what I was going to open this podcast with. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. You ready, for, you ready for this deep thinker? Oh, I, oh, I'm ready. I am fully ready. Why do they call it Greek yogurt? And, uh, oh, I don't, I don't know. I never thought of it. Well, do you I, have the answer? No, I'm I'm finishing off a Greek yogurt as we speak, and I was just like, huh, Greek yogurt. I don't know why they call it that. Hold on. Why well, is Greek? Now we're going to uh, the the Google yep, machine. Yeah, because I need to know now. Mm. It's gonna bug me. Mm. Uh. Because it was introduced in this country by a Greek Greek company. They called it Greek yogurt. Okay. And I quote, <laughs> it doesn't matter whether it's Greek yogurt or Turkish yogurt, as long as it's good yogurt. <laughs> so hold on. All that, uh, that <laughs> stuff that's like Danon or Yoplait that was like the stuff when we were in like Obama. the 90s that we were eating? Yeah. That's Turkish yogurt? I, I don't... This 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 is just a quote from Chobani's founder. Oh, God. Ham, Hamdi Ulukaya? Sure. Yep. That Sounds was, right that to was, me. I think you nailed it. That, <laughs> that was his uh, direct quote mm. from 2014. Mm. Greek yogurt isn't actually Greek, as it turns out. Yeah. Mm. Uh, well... There we go. So <laughs> you and I did a podcast. I could look up the day. What was that, about three or four weeks ago? Yes. And it's great. We're going to transition from audio problems and Greek yogurt. This this is how Out of the Hat works, right into talking about Skinwalker Ranch. 
So deal oh, with so it, we people. Were, we were recording all of this. <laughs> yeah, we've been recording all of this. Do you want me to start over? And I mean, no, oh, no, I, no. You know, let it be organic. This is what we talk about on a daily basis, Joe. So this is pretty true. <laughs> this is how my brain works. People ask me all the time, like, well, what's your podcast about? And I tell them, I'm like, whatever the heck is inside my brain. It could be a little bit of everything. And you can just uh, listen in and take part or you can buzz off. That's really how it works. <laughs> That's a scary thought. Whatever is going on in your brain, who yeah. knows? It changes. Greek yogurt, <laughs> freaky stuff, or uh, audio issues, any of those things. So I watched the 20-minute the or so YouTube special that you sent to me, and here's what I wrote down. Oh, boy. All right. Okay, it's a couple sentences, so bear with me here. Here we go. <laughs> We've got UFOs. Wolf-like yeah. creatures who don't react to being shot, vaporized yeah. dogs, some Darth Vader-like being in a vehicle that mysteriously entered and exited their property without unlocking their gate, mutilated cows and a smell of chemicals, and the cows have their left eye obliterated down to their brain. I, <laughs> I think that about sums it up. I mean, when you put it that way, it sounds like a really interesting sitcom. Mm-hmm. But in reality, it seems very scary to me. <laughs> so I had a couple more here. I said, uh, oh. the last night they're in their bedroom, it was covered in blood, and there's a one-eighth-inch scoop mark on their hands of blood, shape-shifting, mind-controlling being known as skinwalkers. And, uh, yeah, that's uh, that's what we're going to talk about today. You forgot, you forgot that people, you forgot NIDS, which is, um, I have to look up the gentleman's name. They came in and they um, researched the area. And also you forgot, people think that this place is kind of a portal to another dimension. No, I've got the <laughs> whole, uh, I've got the whole, wi- throw that in there. the whole Wikipedia thing right here. Uh, NIDS is uh, the National Institute for Discovery Science. Thank you. NIDSI. So... Here is the Wikipedia background. Uh, UFO reports in the Utah, U-I-N-T-A-H, basin. My, my pronunciations are not nearly as good as yours. You, you just nailed that Chobani guy. Um, <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> they were publicized during the 70s. Claims about the ranch first appeared in 1996 in the Salt Lake City, Utah, Deseret News, and later in the al- alternative weekly Las Vegas Mercury as a series of articles by investigative journalist George Knapp. These early stories detailed the claims of a family that allegedly experienced inexplicable and frightening events after they purchased and occupied the property. There's a book. There's this paranormal reputation. We went over all these things. Uh, The ownership has changed hands three or four times since the 30s. There was uh, a couple named Kenneth and Edith Myers who lived there for 60 years, and then they sold in 1994 to this Terry and Gwen Sherman, and I believe they are the two who reported all of this weird stuff in a span of two to three years. And then Robert Bigelow owned it from 96 to 2016. And then since then, uh, Brandon Fugel has owned it via Adamantium Holdings. I believe he's the one who spent big bucks on it. Uh, Mm -hmm. He was a Utah real estate tycoon. And there's been all kinds of TV shows made about it from, you know, late the late aughts in 2009 and three or four in the last couple of years. Uh, young lady, you are the one who subjected me to this. Um, where do you want to go today? 
Well, okay. I think it's very important. There's two key things that we kind of got to start off with because mm. this is like an onion and it's just, there's so many layers. To yes. This. But I think what we have to start out with is we have to explain that this is kind of, um, I believe around it is an Indian reservation and they're called the Ute tribe. And then also that's a big key point. Also, I think we have to explain what a skinwalker actually is because I don't think uh, people know what it, what a skinwalker is. Do you know what a skinwalker is? I did some research on it, and yeah, I did jot that down. And da, 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 da. so, what I took away from the special and also the quick Wikipedia that I did, I did not go on a deep dive of this because I am going to tell you right now, this is the kind of stuff. I mean, the paranormal is the kind of stuff I really can't get into. Like The Exorcist and all that? No, thank you. No. Just Joe is out on that kind of stuff. So what I wrote down a skinwalker is, is that last sentence I read to you from my notes. A shape-shifting, mind-controlling being. So I believe those wolves that I referenced early on, the wolf-like creatures who don't react to being shot— that also could have been a skinwalker, correct? I believe so, yes. That's what I kind of took away from all of this, is the skinwalker could have been the Darth Vader thing. It could have been the wolf. It is what is responsible for all of this weird stuff going on in this area, and or, you know, allegedly going on in this area. Um. And you brought up the Indians as well, and I had some stuff here on them. I don't know. I feel like the the Wikipedia I'm looking at touched on it, but uh, da, 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 da. I'm not finding it here as I'm reading through it. Well, yeah. well, okay. So yeah. So basically, in Navajo culture, a skinwalker is basically a harm a harmful witch. That could pretty much turn into any any type of animal, and it could possess things. Um, but I think my so what we talked about last last time, like the, the missing four one one cases and everything. Mm-hmm. Before we kind of deep dive into this, do you you say you don't like the paranormal? But is this something from doing some light research? Is this something that you could kind of get behind that you think is a possibility that's happening, or do you think it's just some? weird kind of hoax where it has a logical explanation. I kind of, I just been curious about what your thoughts are on this. Let me turn that back on you. Before I tell you what my thoughts are, what do you think my thoughts are? Uh, well, based on based on our last podcast Mm -hmm. together, I feel like you probably don't think it's a true thing. I, I I don't know what your logic would be between, be behind um, what is causing all these weird experiences. Mm-hmm. Um, I would probably think, here's what I think you'll say. I think, I think you have a cat in the room because I hear another sound. Am I correct? I'm, I'm dog sitting my friend's dog. Oh, so. I knew I heard another animal. I was yeah. like, or your stomach is making the most fantastic noises ever. <laughs> no, sadly, it's not my stomach. Well, I'm going to cut you off because oh, okay. I'm going to tell you, you are wrong. Oh, oh, this is some tea. Okay, I'm wrong? You are wrong. Okay, well, please explain. I don't have logical explanations for this stuff, but based on 
the number of people who have seen several different things, the variety of different things that they have experienced, I do believe that there is something unexplainable going on. Could some of it could some of it be made up? Potentially. But I, I also subscribe to the saying, where there is smoke, there's fire. And, and there is a lot of smoke here. Thank Okay. Well, then we found a good topic. Well, I, <laughs> I, did we? Because I'm afraid of what's going on here. So here, okay. So, well, here's the first thing. So the family moves in, right? And before they buy the property, they, well, I think it was after they bought the property. I could be wrong. I can't remember the time frame of it. But when they were on the, well, on the property, the Shermans, they noticed that every, like a bunch of doors were deadlocked or like, they had big locks on them. What do you think that would be a sign like, hey, why are all these doors like <laughs> locked and chained over? That's kind of odd. Yes. Yes, I Did would you think about that. that. Yeah. Um, Very strange. So here, here is what gives me doubt about okay. what's going on here. So... Following, I'm trying to put this into words that doesn't scare me. Um, <laughs> so following the logic mm-hmm. that this is some sort of potentially cursed Indian ground that, you know, this ancient Indian group known as Skinwalkers does not want us to be a part of, and they do all this bizarre stuff. Mm-hmm. Um my, my, the reason why I have a little bit of doubt is why wouldn't they just do this anywhere? Like, why just do it in this one part of the United States? I mean, if they really want us to get away from there, I mean, why not do it to all of Utah or to all of the United States? Like, why just confine it to this one little area? That's what, what gives me pause. That's where the whole uh, theory about portals comes in. Because, we, I mean, I'm telling you, if we do more of these, if people want to listen to more of these stories, there's there's theories that there's a bunch of different kind of portals around the world where a lot of paranormal weird things happen around these said portals. Um, so I think that Skinwalker Ranch could be one of those sites where maybe around these portals there's just like an influx of energy so maybe that these the these beings or whatever feed off of. Mm-hmm. Does this of, scare like you? Uh, no, I find it fascinating. <laughs> I'm 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 sitting alone by myself watching my friend's dogs, so <laughs> I should be scared. I don't have my dad around me. Why but... the dog is gonna protect you? And you're in a house. It's not like you're outside and asking for people to come and harm you. You have nothing to be afraid of. Well, I, you know, believe it or not, I don't like the dark. I could deal with all these things. You're sitting like in the dark? Well, no, I'm just saying as a <laughs> side note, I don't like the dark. But here's here's the one interesting because I'm looking because this has so much to it. I have to kind of have my uh, cheat sheet of notes here. Yes. So the, going back to the deadbolts, the one big thing that I forgot to mention was so when the family moved in, they found all these deadbolts on the doors and the windows, right? And it, it puzzled them, which, you know, I agree. It was the family so that lived there for like two or three years. 
Yes. Yeah. So basically, the weird thing about these change chains and everything, it was on the both the inside and outside of the windows and the doors. And they said it kind of it was it was looking like it was trying to keep out some sort of heavy animal because the chains were so thick and big. And that's just so that's really creepy to me. I don't know. That's really just why do you need to bolt up the both outside and inside? It's just very, very odd. It's very creepy. I don't have a good answer for that. I, mm-hmm. What I'm very curious about is how did a family live there for 60 years with this going on? And do we know what they saw and they experienced that obviously, like you said, led to these deadbolts and all of this that was going on? And then they they sell this ranch for dirt cheap. But did anybody go back and find them and say, hey, uh, the portal, the crazy animals that uh, don't react to being shot, uh, anything you want to talk about this? Well, do you want to hear my take on why the deadbolts might be both on the inside and outside of the doors? Of course. (laughs) Okay. So my take is, I think, so we haven't even touched on the alien um, aspect of Skinwalker Ranch. Because I remember seeing a program years ago, and they talked about how aliens would just visit the ranch and just kind of come inside the house or just kind of be roaming around the property. I feel like (laughs) the deadbolts were probably for a more sinister purpose to keep out maybe said aliens or something kind of very nefarious going on outside. I feel like it's probably for aliens. (laughs) But if it's aliens, Mm -hmm. how do deadbolts keep aliens out? Maybe they're respectful. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. This is a weird story. I don't know. So I I don't know if I have more questions about the ranch (laughs) or you, but we're going to focus on the ranch right now. Okay, sure. Um, we'll tackle me in another podcast. No, no, no. We're going to tackle you at least partially in this podcast, but right. we're going to start with Skinwalker Ranch. Sure. So the wolves that don't react to being shot or, you know, they react very mildly. They certainly don't keel over and die. No. So you and I are both of the belief that that is some type of skinwalker. Yes. And... We are also of the belief that they somehow vaporized the owner's dogs or it turned, I can't remember the term they used. They turned them into like puddles of mush or something. I heard it was greasy substance or something like that. There was a, there was the phrase greasy something in there. Mm -hmm. Very disturbing, but I I don't know. So, so strange. So then what mm-hmm. I want to know is, do you believe that this is some, gosh, how do I explain this? Um, my mind doesn't deal with this stuff real well. Um, do you believe that mm-hmm. this is some sort of like sacred Indian ground or land that they are, you know, trying to lay claim to or... Do you believe this is some type of alien? And they they talk about the mutilations and that that's going on. And you mentioned these, you know, portals and parallel universes, um, something that is not of this earth. Or 
Do you believe it's some combination of the two? Or do you believe it is something else entirely that I haven't even come up with yet? Because what I took away from it is it's it's Indian related and the skinwalkers are related to this tribe that you mentioned and they're essentially haunting their land and they have this mystical power. Not so much like little green men who might exist on Venus or something. Uh, but then they do mention that that weird Darth Vader thing that, you know, just penetrated the 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 perimeter and you know there's only one way in and one way out and i just have to believe it's just the skinwalkers because how are you going to convince me that aliens just magically found this one little spot in the united states where there's this crazy i, I shouldn't say crazy they might come for me where there's this tribe of you know sacred indian land and they've you know, been haunting it for, you know, decades, and they want their land, and aliens have magically found this same spot. I think you're making it more complicated. I think it's I think it's a combination of both. I think, but, but like I said, I feel like, okay, I fully believe in aliens. I, like I said, I think there are places around the world, portals or, or places around the world that have high energy or high vibration mm -hmm. where I feel like aliens are gravitated towards. Just look at like the Egyptian, Egyptian pyramids. Um, people think that that's some sort of like kind of portal or there's a lot of energy around those. And they think... There's a lot of talks about UFOs going over there. So I just feel like there's a lot of, there's different places on the earth that have a lot of energy. And for, for whatever reason, maybe aliens are tied to said energy. But I do think it's definitely a combination of both because there was, did you read about um, how the family said that uh, they went outside one day and their field was lit up as if, um, and I quote, lit up as if it was a full, it was like lit up by football stadium lights. I did not see that. Yes. So that's very strange. And then they also uh, said that they saw two two UFOs larger than two football fields. And um, they saw alien figures over seven feet tall. So is that one of those Darth? Is that that Darth Vader type creature that they were? I know they described it as incredibly tall and it could be. I think. I, uh, I I know they've seen I, I don't know if it's the same thing though I don't I don't think so but here's what I struggle with again I believe something is going on here but why would aliens magically pick this spot why are they drawn to this area just as these skinwalkers feel? what this is their land that i can kind of understand that they that feel sense, they yes. feel this is their land and they lay claim to it but why would aliens pick this land as well why would they want anything to do with the shape shifting you know being that is ticked off that their land has been moved in on by cattle ranchers i don't I, I don't have an answer. I, I just gave you my best personal, like personal kind of hypothesis. But other than that, I, I don't I don't know. It's a great question. It's a valid question. I don't have the answer to it. I'm not sure. Which is why I think or I guess I want to believe that it's just skinwalkers who may also 
display some alien-like tendencies. And to be clear, I, I do believe in the unexplainable. There are things out there that I would say I can't explain that light in the sky, things like that. And I think we are very naive if we believe we are the only, you know, beings in the world. 100%. So, and I believe, you know, just in the unexplainable. I mean, you know, there's lots of things that could be going on. But I, I guess I just struggle with, I mean, is it possible? Yeah, but I, I would like to think that, well, if aliens could go anywhere, why would they want to go to this spot other than, the pushback that I come up with logically would be, well, clearly this is also some sort of supremely intelligent spirit or being. These mm -hmm. aliens recognize that it is some sort of higher power, so they want to interact with it, not us dumb humans. But, I mean, here's the thing, too. It's like, how do you explain the cattle mut mutilations? Because they said that about 20% of their cattle... Yeah. Um, were mutilated and cow, um, cattle mutilations have a heavy tie to alien activity, mm -hmm. not really to skinwalker activity. Um, so that's one of those weird things is like, well, how do you explain, how do you explain that if you're just going based on the skinwalker theory? Well, and, what has a heavy tie to skinwalker activity? You hear like usually just skinwalker, every story I've heard is just pretty much based on how many stories have you heard about them? Oh, no. It's a, it's a whole thing. Oh, boy. No, it's just usually if people are on um, Indian land or reservation or if um, something's been cursed or what have you, hmm. um, there's always been um, sightings of skinwalkers. So, um, but usually skinwalkers just kind of... I, I don't know if they always intend to harm you, but in a lot of stories I heard, they tend to kind of really creep on people. So I don't I don't know. I, I don't think they mutilate animals, though. Or do they to or try they? to they scare might. off people? They might. I don't know. I, look, you're talking to the wrong guy if you think I got any idea. I just, I, I don't, here's... Here's another part where the skeptic in me struggles. Okay, go for it. If you want to scare people off of this land and you're a skinwalker, let's say, mm -hmm. so you vaporize their dogs, they still don't leave. Why wouldn't you vaporize them? Uh... You have these mystical amazing powers and you can turn a dog into ooze you know greasy, greasy <laughs> yeah but you do that to their dogs and they still stick around well why don't you do that to them i i don't i don't know i don't i don't know that's a very valid question but i, I, I don't I don't know. My mind says, yeah, there's too much weird stuff going on here, but I haven't watched any of these specials. Like, how many specials have you watched about this? Oh, good. Like, throughout, well, throughout the years, I've seen quite a few. Um, but like I said, there's just so much information around this. Mm -hmm. It's just tough to kind of talk about every single thing. Um, well, let's talk about this. Okay. So from that period of, like, the mid 
90s when that one family lived there for a couple of years. They, they, yeah. docu- they document, easy for me to say, uh, several events, the ones that we've been talking about to this point. Mm-hmm. Since then, obviously, the ranch has changed hands a couple times, and now this, you know, rich guy owns it. Um, is there anything, and again, the 20-minute special you subjected me to didn't touch much on this, but is there anything that is caught on tape? Because a lot of times when you watch specials on aliens and UFOs and stuff like that, it's it's always like they follow the TV format of, you know, oh, the most amazing reveal coming up tonight. And they tease it and tease it and tease it and tease it. And then in the last segment, they're like, do you believe or do you not? And they never really give you anything. So... It, do they have things on tape that you would say, wow, that is really crazy? Like, can they can they point to a spot where something was actually mutilated or vaporized since, you know, in the last 20 years? Or is it just mm-hmm. belief? Well, I'm, I'm looking kind of down the rabbit hole here. Mm-hmm. And they were saying that a lot of researchers still kind of come to the ranch. Mm-hmm. Um, and from, for the most part, what I'm seeing is that they have a lot of problems with equipment malfunctioning, shutting down, or even being permanently damaged while at the ranch. But they don't have like 500 cows out in the fields just to see if a couple get mutilated? (laughs) Oh my gosh. Not that I... Not that I'm seeing right now. What? What do you see? I'm all of a sudden you grow a conscience and you, oh my gosh. Why do you say, oh my gosh? I mean, wouldn't that be something to do? Like, why would you just go out there? Yeah, we've got our uh, inverse transponder and it's not working quite, quite right here, Bill. I would just take like a, a thousand cows and line them up and, whoa, look what happened to this one. Like, that would be incredible proof. <laughs> you're just willing, you're just going to buy cows and just be <laughs> Just give him a really good last meal and be like, oh, hey, this nice guy, this guy is some rich guy in Utah. I'm pretty sure he can afford a, a couple hundred or thousand cows like it's nothing. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I, I'm lo- I'm looking as you're as you're going through this here. I guess they said that they caught a slender cigar shaped object with a, one of their cameras. Mm. Um, so it seems like it's more kind of UFO activity okay. and anomalies that they're kind of catching. Hmm. Uh, let's see. I I can't remember whether or not military has some something to do with Skywalker Ranch since it has such a weird reputation. I don't know if military got involved with this or well, government, excuse me, if they <laughs> got involved with some some of this. Mm-hmm. I have to look that up. I can't remember. So your belief, though, is that this is both ancient Indians who have this supernatural power and also aliens who... So are the aliens and the skinwalkers... I'm I'm just trying to understand here as your Mm -hmm. belief is, is, you know, shaping here. Do you believe they're communicating with each other or they're like fighting with each other? H- how do you feel the two cross over? I don't think they're fighting. I think I think they could be communicating. I, I don't really think that's that far fetched. And they're they and they're just 
oh, you don't have to shush the dog. <laughs> I'm like, shh. Maybe the dog has hot thoughts. I, I just took him out, so I don't know why he's being so... Sassy? Rowdy. Sassy, exactly. Um, so you think that the aliens could be communicating with the skinwalkers. Okay. And and yet they're they're trying to... So maybe, maybe... Oh. So the aliens recognize the superiority of the skinwalkers. The skinwalkers are trying to lay claim to their land and scare away the people. Is that a logical conclusion? I think that could be logical, given the <laughs> given the story, yes. And again, my conclusion of since the skinwalkers are so badass, they could just <laughs> vaporize the people and yet they seem to not do that. That's where well, I get I stuck. Here, well, here, well, here's the thing. Yeah. I don't know if it's the skinwalkers that are vaporizing the people. I think it could be the aliens that are vaporizing the Oh, that's comforting. So, okay. So if the aliens are vaporizing people, why don't they vaporize the people? Because when you hear about alien abductions and stuff, yeah. they always see, like, there's always kind of singed marks. on. There was one story I remember where... <laughs> You know, I don't know if this is true or not, but hey, just roll with it. Yeah, yeah. This, this one girl claims that she was abducted and they they lifted her up mm -hmm. and they dragged her through her um, her window. And the next day, all all around the window was like singed and just very odd markings. So I just I don't think it's far fetched to think that it was aliens that are um, causing all the all the destruction mm -hmm. and the skinwalkers are kind of just lurking um now yeah. that's kind of what i would believe because usually ufos and abductions they kind of go hand in hand with the the singeing and the weird anomalies well i'm starting to believe more of your line of thought that it could be both but that frightens me more so oh. i would much prefer to just believe that it's just the skinwalkers so, okay, hold on. Yeah. So aliens frighten you more so than skinwalkers? No. The fact that there could be two groups out there frighten me more <laughs> than the belief of one. And I was comfortable with the belief of the skinwalkers, and I already do believe in aliens, and I just didn't think they were here to harm us. Now you're saying that they might be here to harm us, too. And I was pretty confident that the skinwalkers definitely were out for no good because I thought they were uh, the ones vaporizing the dog. And now I'm I'm spooked even more. So thank you. You really want to go down the rabbit hole because I could take us down this rabbit hole because so basically there's rumors like I'm just going to say rumors. I would I would like to think it's true because it's just really interesting to me. <laughs> um, but there's rumors that, <laughs> that the United States have been in talks with alien species. Yeah. And there's been some sort of agreement where aliens can abduct a certain amount of people and do tests on them. Whoever they want. Yes, in what? exchange for alien technology or knowledge, um, what have you. What alien uh, technology do we have? Uh, well, I would assume any alien technology would be um, <laughs> deeply guarded. By, oh, so it's top secret. They haven't. Uh, oh, well, they I haven't evolved it into anything. Like it's not like Tesla. <laughs> Elon no, Musk I, isn't I think putting so. it into the Tesla or any. Okay, I I don't know. I mean, I. Oh boy. Uh, I mean, I I just I, like I said, I don't know if I fully believe anything. I'm just laying out said rumors and hmm. letting the chips fall where they where they may. I'm. So. 
I don't know what to make of that, honestly. And, huh. I, Do you I, think? Yes. Do you think that in our lifetime, no. that aliens would kind of show themselves in our lifetime? Or do you think it's going to, like, I don't want kids, but do you think, like, it would be maybe more grandchildren time? Like, if you want kids, like your grandchildren, do you think it'd be more in their lifetime that maybe aliens might present themselves besides doing stuff like Skinwalker Ranch? I am of the belief that aliens already have shown themselves in some way, but... But I, I mean a full-blown here I am. Yeah. Changing everything we know uh, or believe of, like, religion and science. Hmm. I don't know. And I, do, I say I don't know because it depends on... I think you and I talked about this a little bit before when we went down the alien rabbit hole a little. What yeah. use are we to them? Like, if we don't provide any you know benefit to them why would they show themselves to us it's like we constantly think that i don't mean you and i i mean us as humans i think a lot of people just think like hmm, this really makes me ponder stuff i'm i'm usually not this slow with my thoughts but i want to phrase it correctly so i try to be very careful um I feel like a lot of people just think like, oh, well, aliens are, you know, we can use them to our benefit. Whereas yes. I look at it like, no, like aliens, like they, they might do good for us, but until they can actually, you know, glean something from us, why are they going to sit there and go, hey, uh, we're the aliens, um, you know, we're going to make nice with you and negotiate. I mean, to me, they are far more stealth and advanced than we are. We are the simpleton group. So, yes. So that's where I would say, I don't know if it's going to be in our lifetime or in theirs. I, I was having this talk with a friend today. We are clearly very not advanced as a society because... Oh. <laughs> I mean, MRI machines are the example that I go through. Have you ever had an MRI? Yes, they're terrible. <laughs> yeah. We get st stuck in a tube that makes the worst pounding, loud, banging, obnoxious, non-rhythmic noises. And even with headphones and earplugs, and they claim that this is incredibly advanced technology, and yet it makes the most awful noises. We can't make something that is silent where you don't have to be sucked up into a tube. And I know there's open MRIs and this and that, but how come every MRI isn't that way? I mean, we've still got all sorts of horrible illnesses that, you know, that shorten people's lifespans and, and end their lives and... I would argue we are, yes, you know, we've got the Tesla that doesn't make a lot of noise. Great. It goes vroom. Yes, we can fly from point A to point B. We have some cool stuff. We've got television and radio, and we can turn it on and go, ooh, look at that. It's in color. or It makes noise, whatever. But, but we can't fly at warp speed like aliens can, and we certainly can't probe people unannounced either. They can clearly do that. Um well, I guess you could. You just would end up going to jail. 
but no but I, you would know if you were being probed <laughs> yes <laughs> so so my point is i don't know um i have i have a counter argument for for your question oh here. yes so okay first of all the one thing that i think is really outdated is air travel because i feel like mm -hmm. you get on a tube an airplane that you're yeah. just stuck in like like little sardines mm -hmm. like little cattle it goes it's like air like flight is still really slow in my opinion i feel like that's like very outdated is air travel that that's my example yours is mri minus air travel no i i, I threw out the the plane yeah. as well i you mean would, you would think planes would be more advanced by now but they're not it's very strange i look i would have you ever seen the show bewitched uh, a while ago, some episodes. Yeah, I mean, it's it's not really your generation or mine. It was, a, I want to say, a 50s and 60s show. But they could, like, snap their fingers and, and, you know, go from one room to the other, I feel like. Or, you know, Star Trek, you can just get beamed up. Oh, that'd be so nice. Do, yeah. you, do you not like planes? I, I don't like, no, I, I don't like it's just because I don't like being confined in mm -hmm. a little area for long periods of time. It's a weird thing with me. I, I have to move around. I get jittery. Can I throw so, out a psychological theory? Oh, sure. Go for it. Which I think is why a lot of people don't like planes, because I feel that on a low level degree as well, it, it's the lack of control. Yes. Yeah. No, that's... That, that, that honestly is the psychological issue that affects, I mean, most of it, and I'm no psychologist, so just say shut up, Joe, you don't know what you're talking about. It usually comes down to two things. Issues with, you know, your parents or issues when you were a child and your upbringing mm -hmm. or a lack of control of a situation. Usually, I find, are the big fundamental psychological issues. Yeah, I, I think I think that's very valid because, I mean, on a plane, you're putting your life in the hands of, what, two two pilots and you're praying that they, they had a good day that morning. I mean, it's but a, do you yeah, feel better very, if you're in control of the plane? Well, I mean, yeah, probably. What? <laughs> no, the answer is no. Training. The answer is if no. Knew, you are not an aviator. You do. If no. I knew how to fly a plane, I would feel better about it. But you if don't. I, if I was a pilot, yes, I'd feel better about air flight. But you're going I to school myself. to be a broadcaster, not a pilot. <laughs> no. So, so the I'm answer is no. <laughs> um, oh, anyway. Oh, wait. Back to my counter argument. Oh, I so, was I was going to make one more profound point. Oh, well, make make one more profound point. It really, it wasn't that profound. The way you feel about planes is the way I feel about roller coasters. I don't like roller coasters that much. Yeah, no, that I I do not like roller coasters. I Oof. I have never been on like the big scary ones where they flip you upside down and that oh, stuff. Yeah. Like, uh, uh, no, thank you. I don't. I don't. I'm not a thrill seeker in that way. A thrill to me is is a nice drive to Las Vegas where I can have some fun in the desert. You know, but that's fair. That's cool. Yeah. Because I, I always I don't mind roller coasters if they're just straight and they're just like little fast roller coasters. Yeah. But I don't like the loops. I like I can't handle my stomach can handle a lot of things. So mm -hmm. I, I get very motion sick. I'm the first one to always like throw up. I can't handle all those loops and turns and and then they have like those roller coasters where you're like laying and you're like you're facing the ground i can't do that stuff that's ridiculous facing the Ooh. ground that just sounds awful 
Yes. Yeah. They literally, it's that six. I've never been to Six Flags, but I've seen it. Like, yeah, they turn you. So like you're, you're like, your stomach is facing the ground. So the whole time you're on the roller coaster, it's like kind of like you're supermaning it. Like it's the weirdest thing. And I'm like, how do people not just like throw up on those? It's just like, oh, it's so terrible. I can't imagine. There are just some people who are not wired like you and I. We seem somewhat similar in that we both don't have that, that thrill seeker gene. No. I like to just be safe in a controlled environment. Just mm-hmm. relax. Now, I would like you to continue on with your counter argument my counter argument yes yes okay so when it comes to alien things and you're asking oh why would they what can they possibly get from us why you know they can just take whatever they want from us you know all that all that jazz they can do it stealthily anyways yeah yeah well my counter argument for that would be is any type of alien civilization that could find us and make the travel to our planet they're far superior and way more advanced than we ever could acknowledge and ever think about like we can't comprehend that level of superiority right so i feel like once a society is on that level i feel like they think differently i feel like a society if they make it to that level they've gotten past all the type of destruction war need to kind of pillage so i feel like they're probably just on a different mindset so they feel like probably based on what their society went through maybe they feel like they'd rather try to help us and guide us along rather than um see pure devastation okay uh two pushbacks to that okay why are they probing us and why don't they just help us if they recognize that they can help us why do they remain cloaked in mystery why, if they why know that not? they're well, okay, if, they're, okay, okay. if they know Let's they're see. superior to us and they don't have anything to fear from us, why continue to probe and why not just help us? For the same reason that whenever we find um, a different type of fish or animal at the bottom of the ocean, what's the first thing we do with it? We probe it, we just dissect it, we study it because we're curious. But they've done it to enough of us now. What do they think? We're... Maybe there's something. There's another. <laughs> I've seen so many theories. I watch this with my little sister all the time. So there's another theory that aliens are like human, the human race from the future. Mm-hmm. And they need something from us yep. for whatever reason. Uh-huh. That's another ongoing theory that people have. Sure. I've, so maybe there's I've heard something that. with our reproductive organs or... Maybe because there's theories that um, they use reproduct like our reproductive organs to kind of create like a hybrid type being. And even um, that famous, um, what's his name? There's a famous case. um, Is his first name Troy? I can't remember his first name where um, he got abducted. It was in the 80s and he came across this, he was in the spaceship and he came across this being that looked like a hybrid between alien and human. So there's a lot of theories behind that too. So like I said, I I don't know if it's, you know, take what you will from that, but I'm just kind of throwing out arguments. I typed in Troy abduction and all I got was the abduction of Helen by Paris. Oh, no. Um, I got uh, Troy Aikman. I think he could be an alien. Do you know who he is? (laughs) Hold on. 
<laughs> Troy Aikman is the Dallas Cowboys quarterback be, from it's back in the drive day. Me nuts. I need to look this up now. Hold on. It's, it's all um, good. Not Antonio. No, no, no. I'll know it exactly. Barney and Betty Hill, that's a big one. I don't know if you heard of them. Mm-mm. No, and... Travis Walton, excuse me, Travis Walton, thank you. That is the name of the gentleman who got abducted. Hmm. He was a logger. If you haven't heard of that case, I'm shocked. I have not. Are you serious? Yeah. Wow. That is like the most well-known alien abduction case where it was him and a bunch of loggers. And he went, like, they saw a bright light. Of course, he had to go to the light. He got abducted. His friends, like, there was his friends just saw a beam of light. So they thought his friend, they thought he died. So, of course, they were, like, crying and shaking. So they just sped off and left. Mm -hmm. They got, um, all of them took a lie detector test because the whole town thought that they murdered the guy. Um, And long story short, um, he ended up, day like, I think it was days later, he ended up just randomly in a field and walked to a payphone and got found. But Maybe I have heard parts oh, of it had to of you so, had to of so can i throw some cold water on that throw throw away throw away <laughs> uh, first off i'm a little bit worried as i talk to you that like you are some sort of i, I don't have the right word but like crazy uh, no, <laughs> no not crazy but that like you've somehow already made contact with them and you're like trying to See if I can be trusted and I'm casting too much doubt and I'm going to end up getting probed because I'm not enough of a believer. Or maybe I'm saving myself because you're like, no, human's still stupid enough. He doesn't completely buy in. We've got him duped. And and you are like this intelligent, you know, middle ground where they're like, yes, you know, we can communicate with her and she's supreme, but I'm still over here being the dumb guy. Um, but here is... Here would be my my pushback on that story, uh, and it it is not meant to cast any dispersion on the logging industry because they they have a skill and they do something that I don't really have any knowledge about, and I sure. don't believe that I could do. But if aliens are so smart and so superior, which I believe them to be, how come the people who they seem to probe or visit or interact with seem to be of average or again not trying to be rude here perhaps sure. perhaps below average intelligence how come they're not talking with um you know bill and melinda gates or elon musk or um oh gosh who was the who was the gentleman who was confound uh, confined in the wheelchair Oh, oh goodness! Yeah. Who, oh, that's who gonna a, drive me nuts who too. A, who is a genius? Uh, and his name—his name, come to me. His name come is to right me. on the tip of my tongue. Yes. Stephen Hawking. Thank you. Um, how come they're not documented cases where they're interacting with them? It's like, nope, some logger up in Idaho. And again, I mean that in the nicest way possible. And and I think both blue collar and white collar workers are very important. But how come it's not like, yeah, this guy was a virologist in Vermont and aliens probed him? Because I feel like if you're, for the sake of an argument, uh-huh. if you're one of those higher ups, yeah. I feel like a lot of them could possibly have contact. 
But but I feel like let's say if I was like a big CEO of a company, right? Multi-billionaire. I believe you will you know, be one day. Yes. You will. <laughs> wishful thinking. But mm-hmm. if if I was contacted by aliens or if I had some sort of help from an alien race, mm-hmm. I would keep my mouth shut. I would not say a word. I, I just I wouldn't because it would be detrimental to not only my personal reputation because a lot of people are very close minded. It also would like be destructive to my business. Would um, it be or would it open you up to a whole new business? No, it would. I 100 I percent think it would be totally detrimental. People to would business. look at you as though you were crazy and they would oh, shun you. 100 percent. Not only that, like you have to think about stakeholders in your company. That is very it, interesting. It just it would not make sense. So I feel like a lot of higher ups are probably people in the government. Um you know, oh, they really cut these deals people. with the aliens again. I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure Stephen yeah. Hall, or I'm sure there's been weird stuff with very intelligent people who are meant to kind of guide us forward. I definitely feel like there's probably been hmm. um, alien connection with them. I just think that is a they very good argument. To be more quiet about it, because hmm. they have more to. I feel like people higher lives. up have more to lose than someone who is a logger or just, you know, for lack of a better term, some average Joe, like there's more to lose. <laughs> with someone Fine. Who's... Just take a cheap shot at me. I see how it's going to be. No, I, yeah. I'm, I'm just I... re- reiterating the argument. Yes. I, I just feel like that would be like my, that'd be my take on it. That would make the most sense to me. That makes a lot of sense. I have to uh, concede that point to you. Yes, because if you heard about um one of the moon landings i can't i can't remember which one um but there is like missing audio or like they went dark there was missing audio and i guess they were talking about oh like there's something on the dark side of the moon there's a bunch of big spacecraft like spacecrafts that are watching them um and these are like a lot of nasa scientists and um astronauts they're extremely intelligent intelligent They've had weird things happen, but they've been either one sworn to secrecy or two, they just sometimes they say things later on in life, like on their deathbed or mm-hmm. when they know, you know, there's no repercussions to it, you know, so, you know, there's that too. Fair. Very fair. Okay. So two things going okay. down my train of thought then that, uh, that the aliens like you, and either they think I'm too stupid for them or they're not down with me yet. Am I safe? Yeah, I like you. We uh, could keep you. Oh, sweet. You get to make the decisions? <laughs> now I feel a little bit better. Oh, yeah. Okay, so I'm safe. Okay, that's good to know. Good. Uh, okay. We won't probe you. I was thinking oh. about it, but I'm like, no, we'll, we'll save you. I've been probed enough by real doctors. I don't need to be <laughs> probed by aliens, okay? We'll, I, we'll probe like maybe Pablo instead. We'll choose someone else. Let me tell you, anything <laughs> the aliens want to see, I have plenty of pictures of my insides. Just ask and I'll give them up. <laughs> okay, good. Good. So <laughs> now... My question to you is, so we have to delve into the psyche of Murray a little bit here. Oh, boy. Okay, sure. So sure. you are all too happy to watch these creepy specials on skinwalkers and UFOs that go down all these rabbit holes that you don't even know what's coming. Uh-huh. And yet you are afraid of the dark. 
Well, I think, okay. Let's, let's explore this a little bit. Okay, we're, we'll explore inside Moray's brain, which is a very dark, twisted place. Yes, that's where I want to go. Yes. I I think I just don't like the dark because, like, I just get really lonely. And mm-hmm. here, here's why I don't like the dark, too. Because, believe it or not, I love everything, like, paranormal and aliens and creepy spooky. Like, I love that stuff. But when it comes to, like, practical things like home break-ins, being alone, having some weird creep in your closet. No one likes there, those things. <laughs> there's reasons why I don't like the dark. It's like the practical aspect of like being alone in the dark where it's like, it's always like some young girl. She's just minding her business. She's in the dark and doing her homework or whatever. Right. And then all of a sudden they always hear the story of like some creeps in the closet or behind the shower curtain. Like it's just, that's why I just don't like, <laughs> that's why I don't like the dark. But you do like haunted houses. Oh, I oh I lo- oh I love me some haunted houses. And yet yes, you I don't do. know what's around that next turn and you love that. But it's is it not controlled and it I know in my brain No, it's not controlled. You don't know what it's going to be and it could be big and scary and it could be bad. Do you are you talking about real haunted houses or the Universal Horror Nights haunted houses? Like the haunted house that we went to. Well, it's no one's gonna hurt you. It's all fun. That's why in my brain, I'm like, oh, well, this is all fun. Like, I can get scared, but it's in a controlled environment. No one's gonna hurt you. Or you could have like a heart attack, and your insides could become your outsides. I don't get as scared as you do. And now you're calling me a wuss. Thank you. <laughs> because, because you are when it comes to haunted houses. I uh, that was my first real experience with one. And that, and I'm gonna tell you right now, Joe. Yeah. That was nothing. The haunted. Houses- I know. Hot take. The haunted houses here are terrible. Go to Universal Horror Nights. Can we have a KTAR like fund to like for all of us to go to Horror Nights and we could just do a story on it? Maybe for you. I want no part of this. I'll go. I'll be a representative. I'll do like a live take on it. Are you talking about now? Like there was one that was in like the deep south. I, I. Oh, are you talking about the ones where they actually like touch you and throw stuff at you? Yeah, like you have to sign a contract that like they can do like dang near anything to you. Like they can't kill you. Like, are you talking about like that? No, I don't know. No. Oh, God, no. No, that is I don't want I don't want weird people touching me. Yeah, like they can put stuff on you. I don't think it's I mean, they can't like chop off an appendage, but they can put stuff on you and do all sorts of stuff. No, there's people who've gone through there who've like thrown up and cried. Yes. And it, it's just, I, no, no, that's not fun. That's, I don't need, I have enough anxiety. I don't need to add to any. So any what is that. Universal Horror Nights? Oh my God, Joe, you've never been there. Oh No, I told you that haunted house we went to. I Look, oh, I got through it. I got oh, through it. It was uh, fine. My insides did not become my outsides. It was okay. It wasn't scary. It was a I don't know. Nothing. Part of it, they were yelling my stage name. That was kind of weird. <laughs> we got were. lost that in that stupid corn maze because we kept so going funny. the wrong way. I know. You would think a bunch of like journalists and, you know, you know, everyone at KTR is very intelligent and bright. You would think that we would be able to figure it out. But we ended up going out the entrance. But you know what? At that point, I was done. So I was, <laughs> I was fine with that. <laughs> Um, but Universal Horror Night, yes. So it's in Universal Studios. They do it every year from uh, late September to like 
first week of November. Mm-hmm. And they set up all these haunted houses on their back lot and around the park. And they choose different movies and uh, TV shows every year. Mm-hmm. So, like a couple years ago, they had a Stranger Things maze. I went last one I went to. They had a Krampus one. They had an Alien versus wow. versus Predator. Um, Walking Dead was a couple years ago. So you've um, been really, what? So you've been. Oh, I, I go. I go every year. Mm. I, it's just like last year. Of course, everything got ruined. But it's really cool because I, I literally, like, if I had any talent, I would love to be in movies just because I love to pretend. What do you mean any so talent? Cool. You're very talented. Oh, God, no. Yes, but you are. it's so cool because you walk through these haunted houses and it literally feels like you're in a movie. It is the freaking coolest thing. Like, they put, like for Krampus, they pumped in smells and, like, it smelled like gingerbread and... Oh, the costumes are elaborate. The makeup is really cool. The sound, like the atmosphere. Oh, it's just like, I just love the smells of the fog machine. It's just like everything, everything about it. I love every moment of it. It's just the coolest thing ever. So they just spend more money on it. I mean. Oh, well, it's universal. I mean, they're known for, you know, they have their back lot. They're known for movies. So absolutely. The areas where I tend to take a dump on Arizona, which, uh, Look, I I don't disagree with you. That you know that that haunted house was fine. I mean, the stuff was real enough. You know, if you make it dark, it really doesn't have to look very real. You know, it's sure. dark. You really can't yeah. see a lot. But where I tend to dump on Arizona is like when they just turn a pump uh, a parking lot into like a pumpkin patch. It's like no, like a pumpkin patch like in Michigan. They actually grow the pumpkins right there and you walk through the patch. Yes. And like there are places like northern Arizona has them where you can really chop down your own Christmas tree. And, you know, there is a Christmas tree lot. Again, it's not just a a parking lot turned into come get your Christmas tree. Um, that, it's that's more authentic. Yes. It's not just like, yes. It's, it's like, you know, the snow makes it more Christmassy all the time. Yeah, Whereas it's, in it's Arizona, the, it's, it's like 70 degrees. Exactly. It's just the atmosphere. You have to create that atmosphere. So, no, I told I totally agree with you. Like, like I said, we got we got to we got to hit up corporate and we got to see if there is some budget <laughs> where we could go to horror nights <sighs> and just do a live because they had you do a live a live um take on the on the really terrible fair we went to where you had deep fried Oreos that were the biggest disappointment ever. Yeah, they they were not that special. So why can't we go to Horror Nights? It's um, a little more expensive, sure, yeah, but I'm uh-huh. sure there's a budget. Uh, let me tell you, in the pandemic, <laughs> the budget is t- totally thrown out. It's like well, we're talking next October, yeah. so me, I mean, uh, they got they're like uh, Kleenex. Uh, that's debatable. <laughs> <laughs> you can use your sleeve. That's what they've got the budget for right now. <laughs> I'm um, holding on to hope, Joe. Yeah. I'm I like. It would be a perfect Gatos and Chad like hot take. I'm, I'm telling you, man, it, we gotta make this happen. Man, I want to go to horror. <laughs> I'm sure you do. You your th- fear and scare factor is is much different than mine. Like, and what we scare of is very different. Yes. Um. Hmm. Okay. Well, that that does seem like a logical ending spot for today. We we touched on a lot of topics today. We tried. Yeah. I mean, and I mean, Skinwalker Ranch, like it was a popular request by one of your friends. So, I mean, hopefully we summed it up. Okay. Yeah. He sent me another one to watch that I admittedly did not watch because I, I, 
I don't know. I had enough with the 20 minute one that you sent me. I didn't need more. <laughs> it's really, listen, mm-hmm. hopefully if whoever's listening, uh, like, billions maybe, of maybe, people, they need to tell us what other like haunted things we should talk about or scary things because I want to talk about more scary things because there's a whole there's a whole list of things that we could talk about. Well, look, you come up with another scary thing and in a couple weeks we can do it. All right. Or or someone texts you or messages you and tells you something. I cover that topic, too. If they do that, I will 100 percent share it. Well, this is this is the balls in their court. So or does this just mean that uh, that you want to learn about something else scary that perhaps you don't know about? Well, that, too. Well, yeah, that too. Yeah, yeah, I sense that was going on as well. I I could, I could come up with a billion topics for us to talk about mm. or like just touch on because we go down a, like a tangent of other things anyway. But. I could get, I have a lot of good starting points, but I'm curious to know if any of your listeners know any other really cool things to talk about that I might not like, might not know about. I like starting it with like the scary thing and then bringing it back to reality. Like how you mentioned how you're afraid of the dark. And so let, let's wrap with this because I have some, like, I like to turn it into like places my mind logically goes during the podcast. You just want to be able to sleep at night. Let's just face it. Oh, I sleep like a baby. Let me tell you, I, I wake Without up. Being scared. I wake up a couple of times, but no, I no, I sleep. Um, okay. Th- th- so here's where my brain goes. Do you think I'm a wuss? Be a hundred percent honest. You're not going to hurt my feelings. No. no, 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 no. I don't think so. I no, I don't think so. I know what I'm in. Like the type of things I'm into is a very niche, weird thing. No, I I don't think it's weird. I think it's unique. Yeah. But no, I mean, I'm you mentioned that that, that that haunted house that we went to, you're like, that was nothing. And like, oh. I wasn't really scared at that. Like at no point did I feel like, oh my goodness, I'm going to die. No. Um, but no, I wouldn't want to go again. It's like, why would I want to get on a roller coaster where I'm going to puke when I get flipped upside down? I don't need to do that to myself. But like you said, we're we're all scared or of different things and different things give us anxiety. Of so, course. And, you know, and that which might to one person might not of another. Exactly. For me, roller coasters. Yeah, I don't like them. Because and the it dark. Gives me physical discomfort and the dark gives me yeah. physical discomfort. No, yeah. you know what but, I went through recently, which I have not talked about on a podcast. Uh, I'm debating oh. when I want to. And uh, I, at some point, I likely will get into it. And, you know, I've been. Can you give us a little a little. uh clue or a little uh... you're spacing on it i've texted you about it and i had you ask your dad questions about it oh oh yes okay yeah i know sorry i I didn't know i we talked about so many things i I didn't know no 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 no. don't feel bad i uh i want to talk about that very badly oh boy but i also not that i fear what would happen or anything i just i don't know the right way to sum it all up and it's one of those things where I don't want to offend some parties who could be listening who are clearly not responsible, if that makes sense. That is a doozy of a story. But that's the kind of stuff that I love to talk about, like, because it's reality. Like it. Well, yeah. And it was so it was a very intense. Say anything you want. Don't don't feel like you need to hold back. Go for it. Oh, no, 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 no. Because no, this is this needs to be your own like whole show. This this that's a whole different thing. So. Mm 
because we could talk for an hour just on that story alone. So no, that's uh, yeah, that's something you need to say for your listeners for another time, because that is whew, that's one heck of a story. Yeah, it was a thing. Um, OK, thing. so we uh, we talked about a lot of stuff here. We got the skinwalkers. Sure. We got uh, kind of, you know, we didn't so much get into things that I'm afraid of, but we talked about your fear of the dark a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, and UFOs, obviously, and perhaps a call to action from other bizarre stuff out there that uh, or unexplainable stuff that people want us to talk about. Yeah, I, I'm calling for your listeners to uh, come up with some cool things, cool, spooky things I've never heard of. Prepare to be disappointed. <laughs> no. I have hope. <laughs> I have hope. <laughs> well, that, why do you think this podcast turned into whatever the heck I want it to be? Because I lost some hope in some of them. But I still love that they listen. But let me tell you, when it comes to calls to action, I clearly was not the, the best at motivating them to act. Okay. Well, I'm going to motivate them. <laughs> okay. Call to act, please, listeners, because okay. <laughs> well, I want something fun to talk about. <laughs> well, you have all kinds of fun things that you've you've seen and that we can get into. Oh, oh, I have a list, Joe. See, but I feel like I'm going to slowly turn your podcast into a paranormal podcast. No, no, no. I told you we're not doing a billion of these. We're going to do like maybe one every three or four weeks. OK, OK, sure. <laughs> What do you think? Every single week we're going to talk about something creepy and bizarre? Well, we could. I mean, there's countless, countless uh, stories. Sure, but there's all sorts of other stuff, too. I mean, the beautiful thing about this podcast is it's all sorts of stuff that's in my brain. and it, it. My life is very boring right now, so there's nothing in my life that I really want to talk about. What are you talking about? You are knee-deep. You have at least two jobs. Well, see, I do have two jobs. <laughs> I, I said at least two jobs. I, there might be more that I don't know about. Oh, uh, yeah. there, there's clearly a side hustle going on of uh, watching people's pooches. Oh, God. Yep. Yes. So yeah. we've got I, that. I came a dog, dog walker as well. Yes. Okay. So we've also got uh, some higher education, some learning going on. Yeah. School is driving me nuts. And yet yep. you claim your life is boring. Well, because it's none of that is fun. Well, you know, actually, take that back. I love my job at KTR. That's fun. Hmm. But other than that, not fun. Okay. All right. Uh, yeah. It's just, you know how it is. It's the grind up until I get my career going. No, not your career going. What, what did you say earlier when you're going to be like a, a billionaire and you're going to be down with all the aliens? and? <laughs> well, my dream is to have, like, I don't need a big house. I just want a nice house. Yeah. And I want a pool and jacuzzi. You know, with pools waterfall. are expensive. Wait, with, with waterfall? Oh, with my goodness. Waterfall. Now you're getting... So I am up all day and night studying my little tushy off uh-huh. to get a career. Yeah. I am working crazy hours. I'm working two jobs. Mm-hmm. You are damn straight. I'm going to get the career I want where yeah. I'm going to get a pool slash jacuzzi combo with a waterfall. Hey, you know what? I am not killing myself to not have that. <laughs> to each their own. Hey, more power to you. Yes. That, and I'm going to have a full beauty room, beauty studio room for my pounds of makeup that I have. Like I, I Pounds have of makeup. Out. I have it all laid out. I just need the career. Pounds <laughs> of makeup? Oh, I have. I have. I have so much makeup. 
It's insane. People are going to think you're ugly. Like, that's what people think when they hear pounds of makeup. Well, I mean, it helps. Oh, please. You look great without any makeup. (laughs) Have you seen me after a shift at four in the morning? I have not. I have not. No. I I look like someone beat me with the ugly stick and then a leprechaun (laughs) took my life force away. I disagree. That's what I look like. But to be fair, I have not seen the 4 a.m., you know, version of you that you claim. Oh, it's grim. Mm. Oh, even at 7 a.m., it's grim. Mm. Like, when does it transform? Is that like 8.30? (laughs) Never. I I wait the whole day for myself to transform. It never happens. All right. It never happens. All right. Uh, Well... I, th- I think perhaps on the next podcast, we don't have to go down the paranormal road. We can just go in your your um, like your wish list for a house. I'm fascinated by that. Oh, oh, I have a wish list. Oh, I do. <laughs> hey, if you want to come dig in my backyard, allegedly there used to be a pool, which someone filled in. Well, that's unfortunate. Well, I, I have a lawn now, but apparently there was a pool for like decades and then they decided, nope, we're going to fill it in. But there's a pool down there somewhere. Well, like you said, I have at least two jobs. I have school. I don't have time to dig in your backyard. You would have your pool slash jacuzzi combo. I, I don't know about the, the waterfall. Yes, it needs to have a waterfall. I almost said water slide. That's different. I like water slides, but that's too much. Okay. Don't want to go overboard. Okay. I just want the waterfall. You think about your list or anything you want to talk about. And, you know, a few weeks down the road, we'll we'll do this again. Okay. Okay. All I right. will. I'm already thinking. Good. Good. <laughs> I expect a text and you're going to say, this is what we're going to talk about. Okay. All right. Sure thing. Yes. I'm, I can. Can I have like a, a nickname? Like A nickname? Like miss like yeah 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 since I since I'm gonna be a recurring recurring like anybody member, like member did, to your podcast do you I listen to my podcast you. at all or no only the ones where you're on yes, I, no no I have I know people come come back on but did, I did you hear you. the one with Louis with Louis that was the most recent one that I did no actually I haven't <laughs> you should listen to that one I had a lot of fun with that one and he was very sour. That I was on like episode, I don't know what this is, like 50 something. And he had not been on the podcast yet. He was very oh, bitter about that. You're breaking up friendships. <laughs> no, he's he doesn't live out here. So it's just fine. Um, but so, I want a nickname like, like okay, I, I'm going to have Miss Spooks coming back on. Miss Spooks. <laughs> do, do you like that? Yes. I like because I have a niche. This is the net. This is the thing. Is that what you want your name? I mean, people call me Lloyd. I mean, that that, you know, is just another regular name. Like, do you want me to, you know, like you could be like Marjorie and that could be like your stage name. Or do you want like a cool nickname? I want cool. Like Miss Spooks. Miss Spooks. Yeah, because I'm not married yet. So it can't be Mrs. Spooks. So Miss Spooks. It could be Mrs. Spooks. You could really throw people off. You're like, I'm married to an alien. I, th- I don't want people thinking I'm more crazy than I actually I am. I think so it we'll should be Mrs. Is. Spooks. What are you married to? I don't know. <laughs> the void. <laughs> exactly. Your nickname is going to be Mrs. Spooks. Okay. And you are married to some indescribable being. 
you know what? We'll roll with it. There you I'm, go. I'm, you, okay. So we'll see if, if your audience says, like, I don't know if this has a Twitter account. But... No, please. It's you, me and social media. I can barely function on Instagram where it's just pretty pictures. So listeners can like chime in on what they want to listen to. There's already the, the Joe Heisinga Twitter and there's the Instagram. They they can chime in there. Okay. Well, if you look, if Mrs. In, Spooks wants to create and run the Twitter account, she can. You need a Twitter account for this. No. Okay. So, okay. Joe is so not capable listener, of that much social. If you, if Mrs. Spooks wants that, she has to run it. If anyone is listening up to this point, if they made it this far in this crazy <laughs> podcast, yes, I want them to write out what Mrs. Spooks and Joe should talk about for for the next spooky podcast. I thought we were talking about your house wish, your house wish list. Yeah, well, we could throw in some scary stuff in there too. Oh, we, we look. We're not limiting this to normal Joe things. There'll be Mrs. <laughs> Spooks things as well. Hash, hashtag Mrs. Spooks. I want hashtag Mrs. Spooks. Uh, now, how do we spell that? M R M R S. Yeah, I got that uh, part. S P O O K Z. Spooks? No, no. Spooks. S-P-O-O-K-Z. Spooks. Yeah, sure. We'll go with it. Yeah, Mrs. Spooks. <laughs> okay. Hashtag Mrs. Spooks. Can you imagine me having my own radio show? This is how it's going to go every morning. I hope you know that. How I'm going to get hired, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I mean, it, the, there's a niche. I mean, people just don't know they need it yet. Exactly. <laughs> All right, well. Mrs. Spooks. I want you to write out some ideas, and we'll see if my okay. dozens of I mean, how many. You're not going to offend me again here. How many people do you think listen to my podcast? Throw out a low number and a high number. Mm. Um, I guess it also depends on said topic of episode. Well, correct. That's why I said you can throw out a low number, like the I one with say... Louie, and the high numbers, like the one with Mrs. Spooks. Okay, 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 okay. I would say maybe low number would maybe be maybe 30 yeah, low, about, low end. And yeah, then, about 20, 25-ish on the low end, yep. Oh, okay, I'm right in the ballpark. Yes, and then you high are. End, high end, maybe I'm looking at... Clearly you're using your paranormal power here, doing very good. <laughs> well, you're on episode 50-something, yeah. so I'm guessing you have a decent audience. Mm-hmm. So maybe... <laughs> Boy, do you overestimate. Maybe like a hundred. I actually have come up. I've hit the high nineties for some episodes. Yeah. All right. I know what I'm talking about. You do. And again, you know, look when Mrs. Spooks runs the Twitter account, <laughs> it could be well, like a hundred and five. So the people know to write hashtag Mrs. Spooks on your um, Instagram and your your Instagram, right? For what? To, to write in story ideas. Oh, I mean, they can Facebook it, they can Instagram okay. it, they can tweet it, they can do whatever they want. Okay. Well, the, the people know where to write. Anywhere that's, they that's want. I mean, to I'm going to send it to you, too, and, I mean, you can post it wherever you want. Okay, well, as I well, You're much better with the social media that. than me, so you throw it out to where you want people to hashtag Mrs. Spooks. Well, you, you have it covered for the most part, so... <laughs> I think we should be okay. <laughs> You're like, I don't want this anywhere near my social media. <laughs> no, I just don't have a lot of time. Uh, 
you were just saying two minutes ago how boring your life was and how you were looking to... It is boring, but it's busy boring. Busy boring. That is the worst kind of boring. It is. All right, Mrs. Spooks. We'll we'll see what we can do here. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) All right. We'll, uh, We'll check in with you soon. All right. In the next couple weeks. We will see if my audience comes through or else you better put your noggin to work. All right, we'll see if they even listen this far. I'll I'll let you know how many listeners we get. Oh, God, just tanks. Whenever Mrs. Spooks comes on, they're like, oh, this crazy person. No, we'll, we'll see. I'm, I'm optimistic, though, Mrs. Spooks. The analytics don't lie. That's right. All right. Ta-ta for now. All right, ta-ta. 